Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on Acast. I'm Jolie Kerr a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. A companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on deadspin.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. You guys, I am really excited. I have, I have a friend and a colleague here in the studio. The New York Times' Alan Henry joins me today to talk all about doing the dishes, uh, which I know doesn't sound like all that much fun, uh, but tis the season for piles and piles of dishes. And I've got a whole system in place, because of course I do, that can make things a little less hideous. And I am pretty certain that Alan is going to be jazzed about that. So, Alan, I'm so happy to have you here to talk dishes. I'm glad to be here because <laughs> I also love doing dishes. So it's exciting for me. You do love doing dishes. I actually do. You do. I, You're one of those people. I, I've been. It was my chore when I was a kid. Oh, so. and you and you still love it. And I still even love though it. it's kind of a Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. Okay. So like I hated it when I was a kid, but now no one else does it right for me mm-hmm. so I have to do it if mm-hmm. I don't do it then I get kind of twitchy and I just stare from across the room and then I just have to get up and help you're gonna super relate to this first question then Fantastic. yeah you're gonna super super <laughs> relate to this first question um before we get into it however I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers if you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages I'm offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps me so much, and I'd love to hear from you if there are rewards that you'd like me to consider making available. I do have new patrons to thank this week, but I forgot to put their names into the <laughs> script once again. You guys, I'm so sorry. I like it's. We're recording on Thursday, November 30th and I just 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 got back from LA late 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 the night of the 28th yesterday was like a crazy runaround day for me and I'm just like catching up and mommy needed more than a week of a vacation let's also be completely honest <laughs> I cried the entire way back from LA because I was like I don't want to go home. Uh, so I'm so sorry that I forgot to put the patron names in but we'll have a we'll have a big round of them to thank um, next week I promise I will not forget um, and I also promise that I'll have a lot of fun tips for you guys today. So let us roll right into um, the first question, which is a real dicey one. I'm gonna I'm gonna like try to stay as far away from this couple's um, <laughs> strife as possible and just stick to facts, ma'am. Uh, but when you guys hear Alan read this question from Victor, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Okay. I feel like it's see. a real minefield. Victor asks, my husband likes to wash dishes by hand. I think they're more sanitary after being cleaned in the dishwasher. Who is right? 
Who, who is right? Yeah. Who is right? Whenever... Your, your marriage counselor is right. <laughs> the one you will inevitably see when you get to when this issue comes to a head. I everybody. So we talked at the times really quickly about like doing an article about the right way to load a dishwasher mm-hmm. or like the right way to do dishes. Yeah, you guys talked to me about it, and oh, I was like, we? no, 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 not going, not touching the dishwasher. So one. Cliff Levy, one of the masthead editors, like mm-hmm. big head honcho yeah. dude, right? He was like, yeah, there's nothing that my wife and I fight about more than loading the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you should do an article about it. I'm like, why? I've been here for like four months and you're going to put your marriage on my shoulders? Right. No, no thanks. Yeah. I'll actually take that article. You can tell, you can go back and tell him I'll take that article. And oh here's, my God. Here's why. So this actually came up when I wrote the first um, how to clean your home guide. You know, just a small topic, you guys. Just, <laughs> just how to clean your whole house. Yeah. That was yeah. like the time New York Times came to me and was like, can you just write how to clean your whole house? I'm like, G- you guys, I've been doing this job for almost seven years. Like, do you understand how what a big topic that is? That's like, the thing I love about the Times. It's it's both fearless, but also like half of my articles are like, really? Did you is really that's what you want to? Okay, all right. Could we maybe break this step? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and actually, I have another another. So I can't, you know, I can't say quite what it is. Sure, sure. Not not like all set. But there was another one that they came to me and they were like, "Can you do that?" I was like, "Did." Uh, do you know how big that topic is? So anyway, but the thing is, I did do that. It. it was great. Thing. So, but in that, um, one of the one of the little asides that I put in there was um, about doing dishes. It was a section on the kitchen, obviously, and I said so- something along the lines of like. I could tell you how to properly load a dishwasher, but then what would couples fight about? <laughs> and that was that's fantastic. That was, <laughs> that was my way. That was like my nod to saying like. I know that this is a topic and I know that people disagree with this and I know it causes a lot of friction in people's homes. But the other thing is part of the reason I have literally never written how to load a dishwasher. It's the, oh. I, I know I know the answer, yeah. but I've never written it. And here's why. There are a lot of variables. There yes. is no one answer. And That's I right. think the problem is and, and I you know, I think I know you and I have talked about this when we've worked together and you've seen this in the editing process with me and my stuff is that um the, the you know the times wants a black and white answer to everything <laughs> and it's and in the in the line of work that and that's actually true of like almost everyone who yeah. does what i do they want yeah. they they put themselves in this box of having to give a yes and no right and wrong answer and the way that i approach the job is like there is often not a right or wrong or a yes or no there are options, options. and you want to pick the one that's right for you, you want to be informed and, like, that's what we do on the show, right? We inform people, and then we, like, let them go out into the world. Exactly. Um, and actually, it was funny because we were talking about this. Tim Herrera was just on the show a few few episodes ago. And we were talking about, um, you know, the Times readers. And, like, I've, <laughs> I've got – I got, you know, in response to that um, how to clean your home thing, I got one angry email. Only oh, one. No. I mean, that's fine. If, only one? Only okay, one. Okay, you, okay, yeah. good, good. Uh, um, and then I got one – one angry one um, about the refrigerator cleaning thing. Okay, um, sure. Okay. Which, you know, yeah. sure, if you can get angry about cleaning a refrigerator. That, then wow, got, okay, you got yeah, a great yeah, life. I'm actually, impre- <laughs> I'm actually impressed by that. Um, but with the, the email, the angry email from the How to Clean Your Home thing was a woman who was appalled that I recommended the use of ammonia solution. Uh. And, um, and so Tim and I were talking about that, and I said, you know, the thing is, is that I, you know, I understand why it, it like, hit her in a bad place, but she wasn't seeing... The, b- the bigger picture of the article, which was that I was saying, here are your options. Yeah. This is a harsh chemical. You know, go into it knowing that you can opt not to use it. Here are some other options. But right. I, but also, it is my job to tell you what works. And frankly, emotion, ammonia, ammonia solution works. works. Yeah. Better than 
a lot of a things. lot of things. So like, you know. So anyway, but I will, I will, I will take on the dishwasher thing, and I but, but I have, but I have to have the space to say that, and I know that they will give me the space to this, but I have to get, have the space to say like, you have to look at the design of your machine in exactly. order to know how to. That was kind it properly because there's no one answers. There's no one de- right. one design. That was we we kind of did a cop out of that at Lifehacker many many years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and you know of course it was great headline like the right way to load your dishwasher right, right? Yeah. but ultimately the post said the right way to load your dishwasher is the way that the manufacturer <laughs> says you should in your owner's <laughs> manual. What you don't know your owner's manual? You should look that up on the internet. And that was it. And that post was explosive. It did so well. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Right. But, exactly. So also we should say that. Um, Alan and I used to work. He used to be the editor in chief of Lifehacker, yep. um, which is where Ask a Clean Person for Parents is now. He and I overlapped at GMG during both of our first stints there. <laughs> yes. He's since moved on to the Times. I'm back at GMG and at the Times. So like, yes. it's just a it's just a big old tangly web. Yeah, but it's um, a wonderful but it's web. A, but it's great, and so it actually it's great for us to to be working together again because we have such a shared understanding of what each other does yes. and like our history and all of this stuff. So. Um, okay, let's answer this question. Oh, yeah, the question. <laughs> let's answer this question. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off and say um, the dishwasher is the better way. I completely agree. It really, it just is. Absolutely I'm gonna, is. I'm going to tell you why, mm-hmm. and then Alan and I are both going to share some, some stuff about ourselves <laughs> um, and make you all feel better if you're, if you're the hand-washing people. So here, here's, there are basically three, three reasons why the dishwasher is superior. Um, the first is simply the steam and the heat is so much higher than, so much hotter than what you can achieve through a faucet. Um, that you are going to just get a more sterile experience, essentially, um, in the machine. The other thing, and this is, the, you know, I think both of these things stand to reason. If you stop and think about them, you may not want to stop and think about them because you may. <laughs> want to hold on to your belief that hand washing is better um but it's not um is that the length of the time that the dishes are getting washed and rinsed is so much longer Longer. there's more exposure to soap and water um the last thing speaking of that water the other reason why it is better to use the dishwasher than to hand wash um doesn't necessarily have to do with how clean your dishes get it has to do with water consumption and running the dishwasher will use less water than hand washing all the dishes. So from a conservation standpoint, um, it is a, it is a better thing to do in terms of your water usage. Now in terms of cost, we do have to say hand washing doesn't require electricity. Um, and that is also a consumption issue, but in terms of the water thing, (laughs) The dishwasher actually uses less water, which that always surprises. Yeah, me. it feels counterintuitive, but it's but it's but true. it's true. But it is true, and like that that is just that is a, that is a known fact. So now here's here's the thing about the hand washing. I think the pe- the reason that people think it's better is because you're individually scrubbing each dish, yeah, and they feel like well each dish is getting more attention. Um, but actually, if you go to YouTube and you look up dishwasher videos. <laughs> Which are great. A whole great great genre of YouTube video. (laughs) I I watched a 42-minute one this morning. (laughs) Wow. Wow. People put these GoPros in their dishwashers, and it's fantastic. Yeah. I I painted my fingernails. I listened to Reputation, and I watched a 42-minute video of the inside of a dishwasher. That sounds like the best day. It was pretty zen. I got to say, I was like, I I don't need to meditate. I've got Taylor Swift and... 
dishwasher videos <laughs> <laughs> and wet fingernails. Like I can't move. You know, can't I, move. Like, I can't move. I'm just here. Um, so anyway, so you can go watch them and you can see how the mechanism in the inside um, of a dishwasher works. Now you don't have to watch a 42 minute one. There are there are like three minute ones uh, that will take you through the process. <laughs> Uh, I can so. just see somebody just sitting there in front of like their computer screen for like an hour yeah, watching. Yeah, just being like, well, Charlie, when does it get good? Just, <laughs> Wait, who's that? I have to watch the full cycle. <laughs> I'm uh, not a quitter. But you can, but you can see what happens in there, and you'll see actually how much attention the jets and the way that the the spinning arm mechanism that that basically like shoots the water all over the place, how it gets all over the dishes. So, okay, so that's that's the answer to Victor's question. Um, before we move into, I want to, I'm going to talk about, I have this like approach to how do you do a ton of dishes. And part of this is like from my real life that on family holidays, I usually volunteer to do the dishes because I'm a saint. Um, (laughs) and well, actually it's because I'm a people pleaser. Um, but also I find that in a lot of social settings, um, and I can't remember where I read, I think it was apartment therapy did. Um, an essay about this and I was like oh my god I feel so seen right now um, <laughs> a lot of times I, I dip out to like clean something up or do some dishes or so on because I need a break from I get a little social anxiety mm-hmm. and I need a little break from people it's the same reason that like I still smoke at social events because it gives me an, a, an excuse to leave leave um, <laughs> and you know, it's not, and it's not because I want to get away from some specific. It's because I, some, I just get overwhelmed. Yeah, it's overstimulation, and I, and I just need to like take a moment. Um, and so, doing the dishes is a great excuse for that. That you know won't give me lung cancer. Um, <laughs> That's true. Unfortunately, at, at like you know bars, I can't like be like, can I go in the back and back do some do dishes? dishes. <laughs> it's like a guy so, back there who's so like, smoking. what are you doing? So smoking works. Yeah. Um. um so I, I, I have this, like, approach to how you do a ton of dishes um, that's very, like, I refer to it as, like, the triage tent because on, like, a normal Tuesday night, you don't need a triage tent for your dishes. But after Thanksgiving, it's like a marathon of dishes, and you need the triage tent, right? So, Absolutely. Um, so before we get into all of that, I want to say – I don't. I didn't want. I didn't want to like crush poor Victor and his husband by being like, no, yes, one of you is right and one of you is wrong. There are lots of reasons why you might want to hand wash a dish rather yeah. than put it in the dishwasher. One, you might be like Alan, <laughs> and you just like doing the dishes. That's true. And it it's, feels good. It feels good for you. <laughs> you have control. Yeah. If you're a control freak, it's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, and I am a control freak, so I understand. Same, that. absolutely. Um, <laughs> and you know, if you're me, like. When I don't, for I don't have a dishwasher, so at home that's not an option for me. But like I was just at my best friend's house in LA for a week, and they obviously have a dishwasher. They live in LA in civilization, <laughs> um, not like me here in New York who lives like a savage. Um, <laughs> but I found that like when I was cooking, because um, I cooked for them a couple times and like you know prepared lunch and stuff, there were a few instances where like. Yeah, if there's a coffee mug and a spoon in the sink, I'm just going to hand wash it because it's just right there and it's just as easy. Like, why not yeah. just go ahead and do it? So um, I don't want to, like, I don't want people to think, like, oh, my God, hand washing isn't sanitary. It isn't clean. Oh, no. It isn't – I'm going to be wasting water. Like, it's really fine. I'm I'm still here. <laughs> I haven't had a dishwasher in, like, a decade. Um, everything's been hand washing. It's fine. So – Okay, with that, let's get into this. I think you're going to – you love an operation, mm-hmm, Alan. I do. Um, so I think you're really going to like this. So I've got steps. 
Okay. Um, how many steps do I have? I know I have three because it's on the first page of my notes. I think I have – it's three steps and then I have tips. Ooh. That's how I'm going to do this one. That's fantastic. Okay, so step one. Okay. Do you know what step one is actually? No, what is step one? Make room. Okay. Make room. Okay. If you're doing a lot of dishes – you need space. You do need space. <laughs> you need space. And actually, here's the, here's the biggest mistake that people make when they're doing a ton of dishes all at once. They take the dishes. They put them all in the sink. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can't do that. <laughs> you want your sink empty. Yes. Empty. Because you need all of that space in the sink for soaping, for rinsing, yep. especially when you get to those big pots and pans. If you have a whole bunch of stuff... You're, if you have a stack of plates and you try to wash a... <laughs> like a stock pot. A, yeah, a stock pot. <laughs> you know what's going to happen to your plates? You're going to be getting new plates. You need new plates. Yeah. So you want to make room. So here are a couple of ways to think about making room for yourself. And obviously, it depends very much on the setup of your kitchen and your counter space and where your sink is in relation to everything else and all that stuff. So you can adjust this, but these are sort of some guidelines. So the first is when, you, when you're clearing the dishes... Stack them, but also cluster them by type. Um, the reason for that is we're going we're gonna to get into, there is actually an order in which you are supposed to clean dishes. Yes. Um, you don't need to stick to it completely, but, it, but it's helpful. And I'll, and I'll give you kind of the reasons why the order is the way that it is. Um, if you've clustered things by type, then, then when it gets to that order, they're already together. The other thing that it allows you to do, if, say if you're clearing like the Thanksgiving table, you might say, bring in all of the plates and the glasses, but leave all the serving pieces out on the table and oh. do things in rounds. So just think about how you're, how you're transporting things to your, over to your sink. Um, use your stovetop oh, for, for pots and pans. Oh, I do that all the time. That's so good. Right. And this is another reason that you want to leave that sink free. When you're starting out, if you've got pots and pans that, need, that have some scorched on food, what you'll want to do is fill them up with water or some soap or and, and or some soap, depending if they're very greasy, you'll want to add some soap. And then you can just sit it right on the stovetop and let it hang out and soak over there. It's out of the way. It's soaking. A lot of the work is being done for you by the water and the products. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that down the line. Um, the last thing to consider when you're thinking about um, making room is using um, a dish pan or a large bowl, like a large mixing bowl, even a dirty one is fine, um, to throw in all of your cutlery and utensils and corral those. What that allows you to do is two things. One, it lets you get all of that little stuff out of the way. Um, you can also fill it up with water and soap and let, again, let all of the Knives and forks and spoons and everything sit in a bubble bath while you're working oh. on, like, the plates and all this stuff, yeah, right? That's fantastic. Right. Um, and I'm going to definitely talk to you about – because cleaning utensils is my least favorite part. Oh. Um, so I'm going to talk to you about some, like, tips to make that less hideous. Yeah. Um, okay. So step two is have good products. Uh. I guess it's not really <laughs> – technically a step but it counts it, well, oh, it, it counts. it's just, it's a step because you're going to need some things um so the the first is uh use good dish soap yeah. for the love you guys <laughs> please life is too short for crummy dish soap all I right tell people to put their money where their time is mm -hmm. and like think about how much time you spend washing dishes mm -hmm. don't cheap out on people will like spend crazy amounts of money on stupid things uh-huh and then they'll use like the bottom rung dish soap don't and wonder, do that, people. why are my dishes not getting clean? Mm -hmm. Come on. Don't do that. So I'm going to tell you a few other reasons why 
not only in addition to your time, that actually using good dish soap is worth spending a little bit of extra money for. First of all, the cheap the reason the cheap brands are cheap is because they have a higher percentage of water. Okay? <laughs> so you're paying for yes, you're paying less, but you're paying for water. And you're going to the, the corollary to that, and the second part is you're gonna have to use so much more of that dish soap to get your dishes clean yep. because it's not gonna have sudsing and lasting power the way that the more premium brands are. So yes, you're gonna pay a little bit more, but really in the long run, you are you're either gonna break even or you're gonna save money. Um, here are some brands. I love palm olive. Ooh. I'm a palm olive girl. Okay. Okay. I grew up with Madge. Child, child of the 70s and 80s over here. You're soaking in Gloves it. Gloves and everything. Um, I love the color green, so I like. I'm just. I'm. I'm. Bi- I'm totally biased by <laughs> food coloring, uh, basically. Um, but also, I do want to acknowledge that Dawn is indeed very, very good, and there's a reason that it is the industry leader, and that it comes up over and over and over again as the as the top dish soap. Um, and actually. We had when Tim was here. We also had Leslie Stockton from the Wire Cutter, yeah. who runs their test kitchen. She's fabulous. She's also an old friend of mine. She's been on the show a bunch of times. Um, and we were talking about dish soap, and she was saying, you know, the the thing is about the Dawn, even though it's not the Wire Cutter's pick, which I'm going to get to Ooh, in just a minute. I was going to ask about um, that. Yeah, they they do have a pick, and it's not it's not Dawn, and it's not Palm Olive. Huh. Um, even though Dawn is not the Wire Cutter's pick. Leslie said, I mean, it's, all, it's one of sure. their recommended sure, ones. Sure, sure. Um, but she said it's very good. And she said part of the reason that it is very good is that basically there's the surfactants in Dawn just truly are str- stronger and more effective than in, in any other dish. Uh, okay. So their pick, however, is the seventh generation. Oh, yes. right. Okay. Um, and that has some benefits. Sure. Um, and I will say I am actually, I have a bottle of seventh generation right now so i get um i i haven't i haven't bought dish soap in like two years whoa because i get so many press samples oh right i was gonna say i'm like (laughs) yeah jolie you don't have a dishwasher and you have no dish soap what's going on how are you stretching it because i get so many press samples um and i give a lot of them away but honestly with the dish soap i'm like well i'm gonna use this i don't have a dishwasher um but i used to do my my contact has since left so next year i won't do it again probably but the reason that i was getting all these so so many of the not all of them but so many of the press samples was that I also for a couple of years have participated in a panel of product testing for Family Circle. Oh. And because my editor over there or the editor who ran it um, knew that I didn't have a dishwasher, she would always send me all of the dish oh, soap. That's to actually test really out, sweet. Which was really great. That's really cool. So, um, and the deal, and the you know, the deal was with that was like you tested the products and then you just got to keep them. And sure. most of them I gave away. Yeah. But like with the dish soap, I just stashed it because I was like, I'll use it. So right now, I'm. This is the last bottle of my stash from January. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, and it's December. And it's December. It's, that's yeah, fantastic. I know. I'm like, what am I going to do this year? Danielle left Family Circle. Oh, no. Like, no more dish soap for me. Uh, I'll buy my own dish soap, you guys. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> the New York Times pays me well enough that I can buy dish soap. <laughs> I would sincerely hope so. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so anyway, so the, the seventh generation stuff is is really good. So so have, have good dish soap. Also have good sponges and have yes. and and know your sponges um i'm not gonna do a big sponge rundown today i think i'm i'm trying to write about it for the times. oh yeah 
Because I have, I would appreciate that. Because I like, love a sponge. Oh, I've like, for a I long mean, time. and like all kinds of sponge. When I say yeah. I love a sponge, like I know people, a lot of people are freaked out by sponges. I don't mean like I love a standard sponge. <laughs> I mean like I love a specialty sponge. Oh. I have, I have like, like the kinds with the scrubbies on the back mm-hmm, and the soft on one side, or mm-hmm, the all scrubbies or the mm-hmm, part scrubbies. Mm-hmm. See, bottle brushes. See, like, oh yeah, oh, I'm, I love down, a I'm here brush. for this. I'm here for this. Yeah, like I the tool <laughs> the tools. I should say like yes, I love the tools. Yes. Um. So like know your tools, have have a variety, have some some regular sponges, have some scrubby sponges, have a couple specialty tools when you're talking about doing the big, big load of dishes and a lot of specialty stuff. Like in my family, we we set a really nice holiday table. We we bring out things that we only use a few times a year. Oh, and wow. so, you know, with your nice and I know not everyone does that, but like sure. if you if you are a person who does that. Think about the needs of your of your particularly good things too. Yeah. And when the le- in the second segment, we're going to talk about polishing silver. Uh, <laughs> and I, I I love polishing silver. Oh, okay. I love polishing silver. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you've got any silver to polish, you just give me give me a shout. I will absolutely um, do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Here is the here is the biggest biggest thing in terms of your products that I want you to have. I want you to have dish towels. I want oh. you to think about how many dish towels you need, and I want you to double or quadruple that, or double oh, or triple that number. Yes. You need more dish towels than you think. I never thought that until I bought, like, my first set of good bar mops, and I just use them for everything, mm-hmm. right? But then I realized, you know what? Eight isn't enough. No. I need, like, 10 or 15 mm-hmm. of these. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And the reason for it is... The, you're, first of all, you're going to use them to, to use your counter space to dry, th- to lay things on to dry. Yes. You're going to use them to dry. They're going to get wet. Mm-hmm. If you're washing an entire Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner table worth of dishes and serving dishes and pots and pans, one or two dish towels is not, not going to get all it. of that stuff nope. dry. Not going to cut so it. So just have a big, big stack of dish towels ready to go. And the last thing is, this is going to kind of surprise you. Um, and when I get into the tips, I'll explain why. Have some paper towels. Oh, okay. Have some paper towels. They're going to come in handy. They're going to come in handy for two two very specific things. Okay. Um, okay. So now now we've got we're all right. We've got our we've got our staging system down. We've we've got we've got everything organized and laid out and ready to be washed. We've got all our products. Here is the order in which you wash your dishes. This is going to be. Good. Do you know what the first one is? Let me see if you know. Mm, okay. Don't look. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> I've got my notes. The first in things you wash. Glasses. Yes. <gasps> Good job. Thank you. I, I was like, I know he's gonna know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you start with your glassware, and that includes glass plates. Um. Yeah. So basically, anything glass. You know, your glasses, um, glass plates, glass bowls, anything like that. Um. And ideally, what you should do with your glassware is wash it. Stop. Turn the water off. Take off your dish gloves if you wear them. Yes. Dry everything and put it away. Put it away. It's just gonna cut back on. You know, you reach over to grab that pot off the stove and you <laughs> knock your. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so just you know, take take breaks and and we'll talk a little bit also about in the tips about sort of the breaks and get it getting getting other people in to help and all that stuff. But if you can, if you can take care of the glassware first and foremost, you're just gonna cut down on the number of oopsie daisies that yes. that you might have. Um, the next thing is plates. Yes. So you do you do your your glassware, then you have plates and bowls. Um, then you do your flatware, serving pieces, and and um, you know cooking utensils. Right. Um, then you do your serving pieces. Okay. Then you do pots and pans last. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, and it makes sense. Um, you know, basically the reason again, you know, the glassware is for sort of safety's sake. Then you then you pick off the plates and the bowls. Um, 
pick off the the utensils. The, the now th- you need room, right? The the things that are going to be, frankly, like less soiled, yeah, and that need less room. And then you go into the big pieces. You go into the pieces that you need the full sink for. Maybe the things that you've needed to soak a little bit, like the yeah. pots and pans that have been soaking. Yeah. Um, so you've you've really let the time and products do a, a lot of the labor for you. Okay, so now we're going to get into the tips that I have for you. You're going to like some of these. I okay, because I'm, re- the, I'm ready. One of them is <laughs> one of them is weird, and I don't. Uh-oh. And I I I bet you know it. Partly because of Lifehacker and partly because you're a dish-doing enthusiast. Um, dish-doing enthusiast yeah, is going like, on my business cards. That's fantastic. <laughs> I don't have business Take cards it. yet. Thank you. <laughs> it's yours, Alan. <laughs> um, okay, so my, my first tip is a tip for utensils, which is throw them into, if you have a dish pan, great. Otherwise, you know, like a, a mixing bowl. Right. You know, even one that's been used. Yeah, that's a like, great... Um, Throw as many as you can in there. Fill the whole thing with hot, hot, hot water, a blurt of dish soap, and just let them soak. That's yeah. going to that's gonna do so much of work the for work you. for you. Absolutely. Because by the time you take them out, like, yeah, of course they're sitting in this foul water and whatever, but it's not going to matter because then basically anything that's been on them is going gonna, is, is gonna to have fallen off into this, like, bath water. Yeah, water's going to be bad anyway. Right. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you just hold them under the running water and use your sponge and it'll, it'll just make it so, so, so much easier. Um, and I do hate doing the utensils. To me, that's just the I, tedious that's part. Such a thing. I love doing utensils really? for some reason. Maybe it's because I'm very detail oriented. So, like, I mean, I'm in between times. But I mean, on I forks, am too. But I'm just but like I the just, patience. Oh, I just, there. I need it. I, I have all these. Like, well, I don't have them, but my father does. When I go visit him for the holidays, he has these forks and knives with like ribbing around the outside uh-huh. that tends to collect like little bits of grime and things. And I just love. You're just like in there. I'm like, in there. Yeah. I'm in there, and it's it's do just you like so cleaning grout. So, no. Uh, Well, yes and no. So, I love the idea of cleaning grout. Like, I am in the shower and I'm staring at it. Okay. But I'm also the guy who will, like, bleach his shower while he's in the shower, which is terrible for me. And you, yes. like people, you love X14 me, too. We've I, talked about this. Yeah. I blame you for X14, you <laughs> uh, and by blame I mean love because as soon as I found it, I'm like this, this, this is my jam. It's like this rocket cleans, fuel. It cleans everything, mm-hmm. but like yeah, I mean, and a couple of people pointed out, it's like inhaling, you know, aerosolated chlorine is probably not good for you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't deal. I need it in my mm-hmm. life, and I'm the only time I'm really looking at grout is when I'm in the shower. Yep. So. I just reach around outside the shower and I just spray it while I'm in there. <laughs> then, it is really bad for you. But it's I mean, awful here's for the me. other thing: we live in New York. Like, yeah. the air is bad here. It's awful anyway. Yeah, <laughs> everything in the city's trying to kill us. So yes. it's you know, indeed. Um, okay, here's so here's so, my yeah. weird here's my weird weird tip. Okay, that I think I maybe you know it, but maybe you don't. Um, anything that you have put dairy or starches into. So let's say you've made mashed potatoes, which right. has both, right? right? And you have your, your big your big pot, and you've got to rinse it out, and then you're going to clean it. Always rinse it with cool water. Whoa. Because hot water will make dairy and starches gummy, <gasps> and it will make it much, much harder to clean. I did not know that. Oh, my God. That, that just blew great. your mind. That is I fantastic. love it. Isn't that really good? Oh, wow. So you always want to rinse anything that's had starches of any kind. Yeah. Or dairy of any kind, like if you have a if you have like a you know a creamer that had half and half in it, yeah. you always 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 rinse it first with cool water, <sighs> then move to hot water. Oh man, like the mac and cheese mm-hmm. dish, and yes. like oh wow, yeah. okay. 
Actually, gonna, the mac and cheese dish is exactly the perfect example to use because yeah. it's more dairy yeah. than mashed potatoes, and it's obviously starch. Starch, so yeah. There you go. I'm, ste- I'm stealing good. that in exchange for okay. dish, and, dish Fair food trade. <laughs> Fair trade. <laughs> also, now I want mac and cheese. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's your, your, your dairy and starch tip. Um, Tip for pots and general tip for pots and pans when you've got so especially at the holidays we tend to make dishes ahead and then reheat them in the same pot or pan that yeah. we have cooked them in. And what happens? I mean, it happens obviously during the cooking too, but especially during the reheating portion um, is that you'll end up with that kind of like bottom layer of scorched or stuck on food, <laughs> and you're just you know scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. We'll scrub no more because. Hmm. I got a tip. You will literally never scrub again. Okay. Here's what it is. You're going to cover the bottom of the pan with a liberal amount of baking soda. And then you're going to pour boiling water over it. Oh. Or you can also go the other way and you can just bring it to a, you can fill it with water and bring it to a boil. Right. They both work. Um, The first method is just mine. That's why I say it that way because it's what I do. But like you can do it the other way too. It's fine. So you're going to you're going to pour the boiling water over, bring it all to a boil, let it cool down until it's a temperature at which you can insert your hand into it. Right. Don't plunge your hand into the <laughs> boiling water as much as people may be tempted to. Don't do that. <laughs> no, you just forget is the problem. Oh really? Yeah, oh, it's no. like a cognitive dissonance. Or you just thing. did like, something yeah. else and now, oh yeah, no, I'm like, ready to oh, wash like, this thing yeah, and then you push, put your it. hand right in there. Right. Yeah. Um I've so, burned both of my hands, not this way, but I will never forget. Yeah. Um, so once the um, once the water is cool enough for you to put your your hands gloved or not into, um, go in with a scrubby sponge or Adobe pad or whatever, and give it a good scrub with the solution still in there. Then dump it out and just clean it with, you know, hot soapy water. The scorch will like slide off. Oh wow! Yeah. So okay. I once I once did. Um, there were, actually, you know, this is funny. There's a New York Times tie into this. There was a New York Times recipe for red wine salt. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, red yeah. wine, or red wine sugar, a, red wine salt, red wine salt. I thought yeah. it was like a year ago, wasn't it? Or it was longer ago longer than that than because yeah. it was year. It had to be years ago yeah. because I was still writing for the All. Oh, and I did um, a bourbon salt. I ah. took the same method and I did it with bourbon salt. Okay. Um, you know, bourbon instead of red wine, obviously. And when I was doing it, the because the the bourbon was sugary, it left like a whole squ- sugary scorch on uh, the bottom of one of my like good pans. Uh, and I was like, oh. And at that time, I was already writing Ask a Clean Person, so I was like, oh, wait, I'll just like I'll solve my own problem. Do, do this, <laughs> and then like I'll make content out of it. And so I did. So anyway, so that's I, the best content. Yeah. So anyway, so that that tip really really works, um, and it's great, and it will save you. The scrubbing and the tears and all of that kind of stuff. Um, all right. Tip for sheet pants. Hmm. I think you're going to love this one. I will. Because- this was me going super rogue. Oh, okay. I went rogue in my own real life. Oh, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's life-changing. Like, how rogue are we talking? Like- All-purpose cleaner. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> No one can see the horrified look on my face his right now. His eyes just like popped out of his Whoa. skull. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: you're you're not going to stop at all-purpose cleaner. You're going to okay. start with all-purpose. Okay, cleaner. Right, don't worry. I'm right, not. I'm, right. You guys, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not serving my friends and loved ones cookies that have been baked and fantastic. Okay, I really promise. I really, really promise. Um, I forget what it was that I was making, but I had made something that left 
um, a lot of like greasy residue behind and it wasn't coming up. And I always keep a bottle of all-purpose cleaner on my sink right. um, ledge, right? Just because I'm constantly wiping my countertops and it's just right there. And it's, yeah. de- it's decorative. I've got really nice it's, decorative. it's decorative. <laughs> that's, my, that's my home decor, cleaning products, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as, as you would imagine. Um, so I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on like, like third pass with dish soap on right. this cookie sheet and I'm frustrated. And I was just like, oh. Forget it. I'm just spraying this thing down with, you know, whatever I had, whatever it was at the time. Yeah. And, I, and it like came right off. And I was like, why haven't I just been doing this the whole time? <laughs> so now here. So now here's what I do okay. when I have a particularly greasy cookie sheet. Uh, you know, I'll give it a rinse. I'll spray it with the all purpose cleaner. I'll take paper towels and wipe it. OK. And then I wash it with the dish soap. So I'm, oh. I'm washing away the residue right. from the all-purpose cleaner. And then you're washing away the all-purpose cleaner. Exactly. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's and good. it's really, really easy. And it really does make just like a huge, huge difference. Okay. It's so much easier. It is just so much easier. The other thing that's really nice about it is that if you get things stuck onto the cookie sheet, you can spray it, set the sheet aside, oh. let the all-purpose cleaner penetrate all that stuff. And it's basically going to reconstitute yeah. all of that. So... Um, which is the same thing that that we're talking about when we talk about soaking the pots and pans. Basically, this is just a super, super simple chemical reaction that's going on, which is that the food is drying out and getting stuck, stuck on. Yep. So if you add water back to it. Yep. It rehydrates it rehydrates and it lets go. It lets go. Exactly. So, like, um, so if you start thinking about the, the cooking process that way, it helps you confront the aftermath. Um, in a little bit more of a logical way and it will save you a lot of scrubbing and swearing and like, why isn't this coming up? Like, oh, just because if you added water, it would, it would you know. work fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So one one last kind of like tip. We, we sort of already hit on this, but like one last dish doing tip when you're talking again just about a big, big load of dishes that a lot of which need to be hand washed um, or that you have excess, too, you have too much to even fit all into one um, dishwasher load, which that is a real thing on Thanksgiving. That is a real and thing, like, absolutely. And, and, the, and the rest of the holidays. Yes. Like, I don't know. I can't get I can't get a serving for 12 into the, into the dishwasher at my parents' house. I, my dad has a huge dishwasher. I can barely get a serving for three into yeah. his dishwasher. Pff, yeah. No way. Um, okay, so the, the drying thing. So dry as you go um, and put things away as you go, which then again goes back to that. We've, we've clustered everything together. We've clustered things together because one, you know, you want to protect your glassware Two, There is a little bit of muscle memory that goes on. Like I was talking about this when, when I did laundry school, um, I totally horrified part of one of my colleagues at Deadspin, like still like looks at me and is like, I still can't believe you do that. Jolie. Uh-oh. What, what was um, this? When I take my clothes out of the dryer, I pre-sort them by type and then I fold them all by type. So I do like all my pajamas together, all my gym gear together. Um, and I do it for two reasons. One, it's easier to fold like with like, but yeah. then also it's all stacked together so that when I get home from the laundromat, it can all just go right in the drawer. Like, What does he do? He just folds ad hoc. Like he pulls, take, takes out a sock and... What? Then a T-shirt, and then a pair of pants, and then a... We're, we're entering a weird space here. I thought everyone does what you just said. Like, that's what I do. No, I mean, when I get stuff out of the dryer... Because you're logical and methodical, Alan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean... Have you not met other humans? I probably not. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like us, Alan. They're not, it's weird. They're not like us. No. Oh, wow, really? That's weird. Uh-huh. I can't imagine just taking out a, a, a random... Like, dumping all of my clothes, like, onto my bed or something, and just folding them as I pick them up. Mm-hmm. That's... that's 
That's what I think most people do. Oh, okay. Oh, hmm. oh, gosh. Oh, uh, gosh. I've, I've hurt out. I don't think I can things. look at people on the subway <laughs> the same way now. It's like one of these fundamental things that's different between me and other people. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone listening to this is going to be like, okay, they're just really, really weird. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, they are. Okay, I, that's yeah. fine. I can own I've, that. I promise you we're the outliers. Okay, I, yeah. can, I can own we that. That's a, fine. You know what, though? We should do a poll. Okay. We should do a poll and find out how much of outliers we are. <laughs> Let's remember that when I'm in that when I pop by tomorrow we'll talk to someone okay. about that. That'll, that'll be really that'll fun. be fun. We can actually we can do it so um, whenever that laundry story runs. Oh, that'd am, be a good call. Out. I am gonna do. I am gonna do. I think another reader chat. Yeah, and that would be a good good like prompt yeah, as that part would be of good. the reader chat. So let's talk to Tim about that because what be percentage of readers yeah. do um, this? I want to know. Okay, so the the last thing I want to say about the drying thing. Um, is it's kind of a it's kind of a trick that you're gonna play on someone. Um, which is this: it's pretty easy to rope someone into to drying, you know, and it and it does make sense from an operational standpoint to have one person washing, another person drying. It'll make things go faster. It'll keep room, you know, open for for more stuff to come in from the table. If you maybe have like a buster, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> basically <laughs> treat treat the family holiday table like a restaurant. Yeah. Um. Get someone to bust the table. Get for someone you. to bust. Get someone on. You know, you be in charge of washing and barking mm. orders, and have someone else drying. <laughs> now, here's the here's the secret. Drying is actually not that much easier than the washing. No. The only difference is that your hands don't get as chapped. That's but like work wise, it's not that. It's 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 still labor. But never tell the person who's drying that. <laughs> But no one thinks that. Yeah. Everyone thinks that drying is like the oh, e- it's easy. Oh, it's the easy part. So so it's easier to rope someone into drying for you than it would be into getting someone else to wash the dishes. So you just take the dishes. And the other thing is, if you're washing, you are the martyr. Okay. Yes. The person drying does not get the recognition. <laughs> no, don't they're let working, them take that credit. They're working almost as hard, but they're not going to get the credit. So you take the credit, hang yourself up on your cross, mm-hmm. like... This is also part of the reason that you offer to do the dishes on the holidays. You're going to be everyone's hero. It's true. And it's a really, really good, as we were saying at the beginning of this, this segment, it's a really good way to get away from people. <laughs> That's also so, true. So, like, when your racist uncle oh, starts, <laughs> one, you can get away from him. And two, if he, like, comes up and is talking to you, you be like, what? I can't hear you. I have the running water. Can't <laughs> hear you. You know, so really think of it that way. Um Okay, so on that note, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Alan and I will be right back with more about doing the dishes. We have some specific questions um, to get into. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Alan Henry of the New York Times. We've been talking about doing dishes. Yes, we have. This has been like, 
I mean, I knew it would be, but like <laughs> sometimes I still am surprised at how spirited I can get and my guests will get with me about like literally doing dishes is the most mundane topic in the world. It, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I recognize this, but I'm still excited about it. It's just a thing. <laughs> but we're going to make it a little bit better for you guys. Um Okay, so we've got two two specific questions um, about dishing topics. The first one is from Ryan. I'm going to have you read Ryan's question. All right. Ryan says, I tend to make a lot of dishes that involve fatty meats or using fats in the cooking process. Love oh, it. Boy. I use standard dish soap, but as much as I scrub, there's always that little bit of fatty film that won't leave. It, al- it also murders my poor yellow scrub brush. How do I get animal fats off of pans, cutting boards, and the like? Yeah. Um, okay. So I have I have a few tips. The, the first tip is to pick up on that product list that I went through. Yes. Um, in the first segment, I mentioned paper towels. And I was like, you guys are going to maybe be a little bit surprised to hear that because, like, you wouldn't dry and blah, blah, blah. Actually, one of the things – I mean, obviously, I mentioned the, the thing about the all-purpose cleaner and, the, and wiping yeah. the paper towels and all that stuff. But actually, one of the best uses for paper towels when you're talking about doing dishes is before you even started in on the soap and water thing. Oh. Which is when you've got, say, let, let's say you have a roasting pan. Let's say you made a prime rib sure. for your big holiday meal. I had prime rib on Thanksgiving. Oh, so I'm in, classy. I'm in, like, prime rib mode. Oh, I'm here for um, this. <laughs> yeah, we ate, well, we ate at a steak. We went out to a steakhouse, and they offered, they offered a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Which a lot of people got. But my best friend and I were like, hell no, we're getting prime rib. Like, yeah, like we don't like turkey. Wait, we're getting prime rib. You have a choice between prime rib and turkey. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. There's tradition or there's something good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I went for something good. <laughs> right. um, so, um, so, okay. Let's say, you know, you, you've made, you made us like a, a, you know, a standing roast in your roasting pan. There've been a lot of drippings. You take it out, you put it on a serving plate. It's, it's sat around, it's congealed, all that stuff. If you take paper towels and you just, wa- I mean, you're going to need a wad of them. Like, and you're probably going to need to do more than one pass. Just do a full wiping out. That's going to remove... Mm-hmm. A lot of the, of the animal fat before you even get into soap and water. Um, and that's going to be ideal because, as you know, poor Ryan already knows, like his sponge ends up coated, coated in and, then it's not, and then it's not usable. No. <laughs> um, and obviously also the grease is going to repel the water and the soap is going to have to work harder. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've gotten the seventh generation instead of the dawn. And, oh, you know, no. You know, now you're in real trouble. a perfect storm, right? Yep. So. Whenever you have something greasy, oily, animal fat, whatever, wipe, do do a wipe out with, with paper towels. Now, you can use launderable rags for this. I want to say it's I, – well, I know people – you know, because some people are really concerned about cutting down waste. on their paper waste. Yeah, and I, and I want to And I want to acknowledge that. And I want to say to those people, like, yes, you can use a dry rag for it. First of all, it's going to create a laundry wreck for you. The other thing is I do want I do want you to be really careful. If you've got very, very greasy rags, um, I want you to make sure that you're pre-rinsing them um, in liquid laundry detergent or dish yes. soap before you're putting them into your electric washing machine because they are a fire hazard. Oh. Yeah. Wow. There was actually – I was talking about this, I guess, during – it must have been during laundry school um, – yeah. That um, there was a story in American Laundry News, which of course I follow American Laundry News. <laughs> of on course, Twitter. naturally, as one does. Um, about a horrible um, fire at a commercial laundromat that was—it was industrial laundry. It was like 
ra- greasy rags from a kitchen oh, wow. um, that hadn't been properly marked, and they went into the the um, in the washing machine actually, and it, yeah. it started a fire. Jeez. Yeah. No one was hurt, but it was like a three alarm fire. It was crazy. Okay. It was crazy. Um, so I want you guys to be careful with that. But really, paper towels are going to be the best for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so go ahead and, and wipe out with, with dry paper towels first. Then, picking back up on my Jolie's gone completely rogue and is using all-purpose cleaner <laughs> um. on the cookie sheets thing, um, use a degreasing product yeah. before you get to the dish soap. Um, so, you know, all-purpose cleaner may not be the best bet here, but certainly a degreaser like a, a Zep degreaser, mm-hmm. Citrasol, mm-hmm. um ammonia uh, <laughs> ammonia is okay it counts ammonia is amazing um, <laughs> it's fine yeah, ammonia is amazing as a degreaser but any one of those um, you know spray them and again you know wi- wipe out with paper towels or with your sponge and then go in with the dish soap right. so that then by the time you're going in with the water and the dish soap and the sponge you're not dealing with a lot you're dealing with a, a totally manageable amount that the sponge and the soap won't totally freak out in the face of yeah um, the, and you don't have to change your sponge at the end of the that's right the, the cleaning session. That's right. The other thing to mention, just to bring it right back around to the paper towels, is when you're done with cleaning, if there is a tiny little bit of greasy residue, you can just wipe that away with paper towels too. Yeah. Just dry paper towels, like you will be fine. And I think, um, you know, I think people get a little bit more afraid of. Um, of grease residue than they need to be. It's, it's I completely it's agree. It's really not going to... It's not going to... No. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to, like... It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. If, if there's a little grease left, it's okay. It's okay. Just think of it as seasoning, like ca- your cast <laughs> yeah. iron pan. Like, yes. It's really... It's really that, actually, that's that's it, That's right? exactly it, yeah. It's totally that right. on your cast iron pan. Exactly. So, all right. So, that, there we go. We've, we've, solved, we've solved Ryan's problem. Um, we've got... <laughs> good luck, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Good luck out there. Um, we've got one more question. I don't know. I can help Jen out, but I don't know Ooh. that I can totally solve her problem. Okay. Let's but we'll, see. we're going to try. Jen says, so my great aunt gave me her fancy silverware made from actual silver. I didn't register for silverware when I got married because I think it's a pain in the ass. Do they even make real silverware anymore? I once yes. had a silver. Do they, they do. Yeah. Okay. I once had a silver jewelry box that got tarnished in like a month, and I never cleaned it because I just thought it would get tarnished again. <laughs> so, what's the easiest way to keep silver clean? Can I let it all get tarnished to hell and only polish it when I want to use it, or will that erode the silver or something? Uh, I don't want to have to clean and polish it every month or something. Thanks, Jen. Oh boy, I also avoid silver for exactly this reason. Which is fair. Yeah. Which is fair. I mean, and, uh, I, and I understand that Jen didn't opt into this life. Yeah, yeah. She didn't but, choose this. <laughs> but now she's got it. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Maybe, well, when I finish the answer, maybe Jen will be like, maybe there's a cousin who would want this and she'll, or a she'll, pawn she'll shop. gift it. Want it. Um, <laughs> that's, that's terrible, Jen. Don't pawn your. Yeah, don't pawn don't it. Pawn your, like, yeah. well, don't, your don't pawn it. Well, don't pawn it. Dead relative silverware. Yeah. Please don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. But 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 honestly, like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the, the I'm gonna tell you that unfortunately the answers I have for you are not the ones you want. Um but maybe you'll find some zen in it. Like I do love polishing silver. Um, you know, maybe maybe it'll just be one of those things that like you start thinking like, would I rather give this away or would I rather care for it? And maybe you decide you'd rather care for it and it becomes like an act of love. Or maybe you decide to you give it away. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure that there's another family member. Who, who might want it? Might yeah. want it. Sure. So, 
Um, okay, so here's the thing. Yes, you have to polish the silver. Yeah. Yes, you have to polish the silver. And and no, you cannot let it go get tarnished to hell because what's going to happen is that it's going to get tarnished to a point where it starts pitting yeah. and um, and you've basically ruined it. You have to get it replated. It's going to be very expensive. Don't do that. Take good care. I am going to give you some tips on how to um, store your silver so that you don't have to polish it as often um, and it doesn't get tarnished as quickly. Um, but yes, you have to polish. So... Let's talk about the basics of polishing silver. There are basically, you need silver polish. Right. Okay. There are basically two kinds of silver polish in this world. There's cream polish and there's liquid polish. Liquid polish is often called a dip because you dip Dip the the stuff in it it. and take it out. Um, I vastly prefer cream polishes Mm -hmm. and silver experts will tell you that they are better. Um, They take a little bit more work, but they do work better. And again, like it's kind of, it's a little bit zen to do this. Um, also, like, this is the kind of thing you can definitely do if you have a TV in yeah. your kitchen, which a lot of people do, or if you listen to podcasts. Like, like this, this is a, one. Like this one. Like, <laughs> this is a great time to put on your favorite podcast and just, like, zen so, out yeah. with your over the sink with your silver. Um, and it is very satisfying also because you can see the results, and it's very shiny, and yeah. you love shiny things. Um, so let me give you um, – Three brands of cream polish um, to recommend that I really like. Um, the first, the, the first two are like very commonly available. The first one is called Twinkle. I like Twinkle because I like the name. <laughs> <laughs> Let me level with you guys. It's not because it works better because I like the name because <laughs> I'm a toddler. <laughs> That's okay. I'm literally wearing a sparkly sweatshirt it's, right now. Yeah, like. She is. It's true. And it's glorious, by the way. <laughs> it's spark. It's very sparkly. It's very sparkly. <laughs> um, the other brand that's very common and easy to find and very good is called Wrights, uh, W-R-I-G-H-T apostrophe S. There is a bespoke brand Ooh. called As You Like It Silver Polish. It's what my mom uses. Oh. As You Like It Silver Shop is a silver shop in New Orleans. Oh. It's very tiny. It's very, very well known. They have beautiful things. Wow. Beautiful things. Okay. And they have this silver polish that is very, very, very good. Like if you're a silver enthusiast and collector, you probably get your silver polish from As huh. You Like It. Very nice. They ship. Ooh. So you can call the store up, store up and you can have them ship you, I, you know, stay, get two, two, two or three jars of it and just stash them. Um, they are the nicest people. I'm going to tell uh. you a story about the New York Times, actually. I, you don't know this. Uh-oh. Um, it's a good one. Okay. There's <laughs> a lot of stories I don't know. When... Um, no, I wouldn't tell a bad story on Mike anyway. I'll oh, okay. say that for drinks afterwards. No, fine, that's fine. <laughs> the old Nick Denton thing, right? All oh, the, yeah, all there the real we go. stories Let's happen talk. with journalists that's, over drinks. That is absolutely true. Um, so when my book came out, um, Dwight Garner reviewed it for the New York Times and gave yeah. me a glowing review, and it was yeah. incredibly exciting and all that kind of stuff. Um, and he was very, very funny. I mean, he was funny about a lot of the stuff in the book because a lot of the stuff in the book is like – pushing the boundaries of normalcy. Sure. Um, and he had some very funny commentary about that, but, like, it was all, you know, all in, a, in a very positive way. Um, but one of the things that he mentioned specifically in the review was that I had recommended the As You Like It solar polish. And the people from As You Like It started getting phone calls oh. and orders. And they were like, what is going on? And, like, when they got, like, the third or fourth call, you know, because it's unusual, yeah. they were like, can we ask? We've, you know, we've been getting, like, more orders and calls than usual. And then some, I guess someone was like, oh, I read about it in the New York Times. They went and found it. They sent me an email oh. to say thank you. Oh, that is so and sweet. And they were like, you know, we're a really small shop and 
this was a really big deal for us and it's a big deal that you recommended us specifically in your book and blah 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 and they were like and how do you how do you know about it and <laughs> yeah, I was like right. well my mother and they like look her up and so they were like oh yes uh-huh. yes oh we know your mother <laughs> I was like yes you do um, so anyway so I you know I like to mention them in part because it is very good but also because they were so kind in reaching out to me and, yeah. and I you know I love to support a small business and so on and so forth so anyway, that's great. Um, that's such a good heartwarming story. Yeah. Now let me go ahead and ruin a brand. Uh-oh. How about that? Okay. Let's let's <laughs> let's undo all this goodwill I just I just garnered for myself. <laughs> um, avoid Tarnex, you guys. Oh, avoid Tarnex. Yeah. Um, if Tarnex is the only thing you can find, use a very sparing amount. Work piece by piece. Rinse very very quickly. Um, you don't really want to leave the Tarnex sitting on there too long. It's just it's just not a great. Um, it's not a great product. It's a little bit too harsh. Yeah. Um, and silver people will tell you, like, never, 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 never use it. So, oh, man. That's a yeah. shame because it's in, like, every single It's everywhere. It's and that's everywhere. the thing. And you see it and you're like, oh, Tarnet. Like, it's yeah. the, the brand sounds right and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. really, go for, Twinkle and Wrights should be just as readily available yeah. as Tarnex. So, really, if you can avoid the Tarnex, please, please do. Um, now, let's talk about how we polish silver. It's super easy. You need a soft cloth. An old T-shirt is perfect. Um, a lot of silver polishes come with a little sponge or a little chamois. You can use that. I find they sometimes are a little too small. small. <laughs> um, so what you're going to do is you're just going to you're going to wet the your little soft cloth, damp. You're going to rub it into the um, into the silver polish. You do not need a ton of silver polish. Um, you will reapply frequently. So start with a sparing amount because you will be reapplying as you go. You'll need to because you're going to need to wash or rinse your cloth out because the tarnish is going to come off onto the, the cloth, cloth and you're going to need to be mm. rinsing constantly. Um, so a little bit goes a long way and then you're just going to, you know, just basically buff. It's just like, I mean, it's like using a sponge to wash a dish. Same thing. Speaking of sponges, here's what's not what not to use. Nothing abrasive. Not the uh. back of a scrubby sponge, scrubby sponge, not a scrub brush at the most. A soft, old, soft bristled toothbrush at the most is Ooh. as abrasive as you can get. Silver will scratch. Oh, uh, okay. And so I know there are a lot of people out there who are like, I'll just grab this old toothbrush and no, use it on all my silver. No, okay. no, 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 no. If you're going to use an old toothbrush, it has to be incredibly soft bristled. Yeah. And what I would say is work very gingerly on like a bottom part um, and just make sure that it's not it's causing scratching. scratching. Yeah. Um, then as you go, you're going to notice that the tarnish is coming up. You're going to notice that the polish itself is getting, is like turning kind of sooty colored. Mm-hmm. Your rag is going to be sooty colored. You're going to want to rinse the pieces as you're working and rinse your rag out. And just, it's just sort of a constant rinsing. Cool, cool to lukewarm water is fine for that. Um, so that is how you polish silver. It's very easy. It can be very zen. I know a lot of people hate doing it, but there you have it. Let's talk about the avoiding. You can't avoid it forever, but you can do a few things. So the biggest thing is tarnish happens because of exposure to whatever is in the air. So if you can keep the silver away from air, it will not tarnish as fast. I know some people who keep certain silver pieces in Ziploc bags. Yeah. And that works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ideally... You want to be storing your silver in what they're literally called silver cloth bags. Oh. There's something called silver cloth. And it's like. I'm um, learning things here. This is great. It's like um, it's like a very fine felt is what it feels like. Okay. Um, and if you're if you're getting new silver, it should come in those bags. You save those. You always want to save those. 
um, because that's what you want to store. And if you don't, if you've inherited um, or you've, you know, bought at auction or flea markets or wherever you're getting it, you can buy silver cloth bags. They're really easy to find. They sell them at the container store, among other places. Um, But yeah, just look, silver cloth bag is is your search word. The other thing, um, and, you know, I don't know if Jen wants to do this. You know, I I suspect probably not. Um, But silver chests exist in this world. They're, They're small pieces of furniture that are designed Specifically for silver, they're lined with silver cloth. Okay. Um, and you can find them in a lot of places. You can buy sure. new ones. You can buy them. You can find them. A lot of them on eBay. You can find yeah. them at antique shops and flea markets. Estate auctions oh, are yeah, a great place for like... them. And here's why. You can, you can buy them cheap, used, because people don't want them anymore. Right. So, um, which, which get, leads me into, like, you know, sort of where Jen is in her life and the reason she didn't register. Yeah, you can register for silver. It's wildly expensive. I would not ever tell a bride to do that. I would always say if you want silver, go look up estate sales because you can get a full set of beautiful silver for like fifty to a hundred dollars. I'm not even kidding. Because no one wants it. And it's and it's what, you know, the generation before us and the generation before them had all of that stuff in their you know, they're dying now, and for that's the, so the circle of life. Sure. And the things are being left behind, and their kids don't want them. They go Somebody up. who wants them can yeah. find them. Yeah. So, um, and that's actually a tip that's in, in my book um, uh. for in, the, in the wedding chapter. So, you guys, if you, if you have my book, all of this silver care stuff is in the wedding chapter. Because um, obviously it was like sort of all about sure. your, the, the, the stuff you get. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so that's just like a little sort of a, a side tip about if you if you do want some silver, um, you know, Jen, I I hope you kind of come around, Jen. I, I think um, I understand it's like you inherited this thing and it's kind of a chore, but also it's really beautiful and it's special to have. That's true. And so, and if you don't want it, you could send it to me. <laughs> there I'll, you go. I'll take it. You I said love, you love polishing silver. I love silver. polishing silver. I can see exactly. the Zen in polishing silver. Yeah. I, I mean, I I when I was younger, I had like I used to have, have to shine my shoes mm-hmm. and like. I mean, long story, but I went to Spain. I came back with a sword, and I had to polish it. And long story. I want to hear that and, one. <laughs> <laughs> On the bonus episode, but, you can tell me go. that story. <laughs> but, like, but you had to polish it. You have to polish it. And then yeah. you just – it's one of those things. You just have to sit down and make time. And mm-hmm. while you're engaged with something else, just watch the magic happen. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. See? Perfect note to end on. <laughs> There we go. On that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. It went by in a flash, didn't it? It went by so fast. I know, really, it always does. Uh, (laughs) Alan, thank you so much for being here. This was really fun. I'm going to drag you back here. Please do. Many, many times. Because this was really fun. We'll have to think about other um, enthusiasms of yours. Okay. Yeah. Um, or you can just come back for topics you don't care about because I, I, oh, that's I, fine too. Because I, because I, I know you well enough to know that you'll feign enthusiasm for me. <laughs> At the very least, I'll learn something amazing. That is right. Like today, that I learned right. how to polish silver. That's right, you did. Um, if you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to Patreon.com/slash/AskAClean-Person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. It's holiday season, you guys. Remember to support my show. Mommy mommy needs money to buy her snake. Um, I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes. Leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And, of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 